Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., you're listening to live, real, no BS, no PC stuff on this channel. I'm always authentic, man. That's what you're going to get from me. I'm a, I'm a former police officer. I support President Trump. Y'all know what the deal is if you listened to me before. But um, I almost forget. I forget my intro, but it's my show, so I can just say whatever I want to say. What am I pushing? Record. It's already recorded. So I got my uh, better half in the studio with me today. Uh, she's gonna. I'm gonna have her talk about the holidays. We're gonna start this off on a on a on a really good uh, a good note. Obviously, Christmas was a few days ago, so but we still could talk about it today. All right, the holiday season is still upon us. So let's 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 go through this. You know, one of our first stories that I thought was very impactful. I thought it was uh, amazing to hear a good story. You know, we always talk about politics and all of those things. But a really cool story out of Portland, Maine, a young man, they call him Sam the Bottle Man, a young young kid, 13 year old. I mean, he's 11 year old. He's an 11 year old kid. His, his real name is Sam Rideout. I mean, how cool is his last name Rideout? But anyway, <laughs> Sam raised $20,000 over the course of 2019, and he decided to give away $10,000 to children who were in need at a local hospital. It's a Barbara Bush Children's Hospital in Portland, Maine, where he was actually um, there because of a uh, a situation that he was in. He had to be medically treated there. And that inspired him to give back. $10,000 that he spent in Target uh, providing toys for children on Christmas. I think that's amazing for, and, and I think that speaks a lot to his, to his father. Obviously, his father's name is Brandon, so that's an automatic um, plus for him, he's a good guy. But I think that speaks to the character of the parents when you have a child that's that's intuitive enough to understand that he should give back and to be able to raise twenty thousand dollars in one year. I mean, how how many how many kids, how many grown ups can raise twenty can save twenty thousand dollars in one year without blowing it all? So I think that's an amazing story. So I have my better half Korean in the studio. Um, holidays for us, this is obviously our first holiday together where we spend the whole holiday together. And it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of banter that go on. Am, am I right, babe? Or am I tripping? <laughs> well, with you every day is, uh, uh, lots of banter. Yeah. Cause I think I'm the coolest guy in the world. <laughs> every day with you is like a holiday, <laughs> but every day with you is filled with banter. Yeah. That, that's what she told me to get that perfume. I bought her. <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was that perfume? Uh, the Baccarat 540. 540. What do you say? Back, Baccarat 540. Baccarat. Baccarat. I couldn't even pronounce Rouge. it. But I went to um, Neiman Marcus and I went in there and they, they I didn't even tell them to show me the price. I just said, hey, this is this is, <laughs> this is my boo. Just put it on a tab. <laughs> and then when they checked me out, it was like 400 some dollars. I was like, ah. You're not supposed to tell. I mean, I know it's expensive. That's why I haven't bought it for myself for the past few years. <laughs> but when you when you in love, you 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 know, you 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 spend money. Yeah, you know, I you deserve it. You. you deserve it. All those meals that you cook, you deserve that. Yeah, true. You, you've been very kind to me. So the, the the biggest thing that I see with us, our banter in uh, <laughs> Christmas holiday, is that we cannot agree on movies. Never. I never. hate. I, I 
hate <laughs> them Hallmark movies where you have uh, uh, the love, the fake love stories. What was the movie we watched last night that I hated? What it was Serendipity. It's like it's old. It's like ten. I don't know, ten, twelve years old. I, I wanted to turn the power off in the whole house. I said, "You either no, turn the channel." She kept the channel on. I said, "I'm gonna turn the power off if you don't turn the channel." Yeah, he said, "Mind you, we got through." 75% of the movie, and then he realized he'd had enough, and he wanted to take his headphones off and peel himself away from his phone, and he had had enough. And it was, it must turn this movie off now. Because, <laughs> the reason why is because, even in the holiday spirit, if it's going to be a love story, I like to watch a love story that mimics kind of what what I'm going through, or what our relationship is. This story was about a woman who, you know, randomly met a guy, but then she ended up getting married or at least pro- being proposed to, planning to marry another guy. Then the other guy she met that she thought she was in love with at that moment, he was marrying somebody else, and they go through the whole movie, can't find each other for nine years, and they passing each other, <laughs> missing each other, and, and, and then they end up leaving the, the significant other to be with each other. That, that 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 seemed like cheating to me. Yeah. I didn't, re- I didn't remember that that's what the movie was about. I just knew it was like they met on Christmas Eve, and then they were trying to, like, find each other. Uh, you know, through like signs and stuff. I'd totally forgotten that they were engaged to other people because, yeah, I didn't I didn't like that part either. Sure. But once I was three quarters of the way through the movie, I wasn't going to turn it off. I wanted to see what happened. I wanted to see how it ended. Plus, like New York City and the winter and the snow and the Christmas. I don't know. I thought it was going to be fun. Well, I will say I, I do appreciate your choice of... Um... Mm-hmm. Of movies because mm-hmm. I like to watch the horror movies. I mean, yeah, no, some of no. the movies that I mean, it's not horror movies, horror documentaries. Because we watched one we watched, about ISIS. That was good though. We watched. I talk about that one. We should. We should. I'm, I'm gonna bring you back in the next segment. Okay. We'll talk about that movie okay. about ISIS. And what was the other movie we, we watched? It was a don't mess with don't f with cats. Don't f with cats was crazy. And then we watched the one about the Secret Service guy. We watched more death movies on in the twenty four hours man. on Christmas death documentaries. I was having nightmares. I ain't gonna even lie, babe. That's why I couldn't <laughs> sleep last night because I had my gun and I was like, I, somebody gonna bust you in know my what house doesn't at any give point you nightmares? in time. What Hallmark movies? Hallmark movies? Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> You're listening to Brandon Tatum show. On KTAR, I'll see you in the next segment. We're going to continue to talk about some of this, these Christmas movies we saw, and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty with President Trump. I'll see y'all after the break. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., you're listening to the raw, authentic, uncut. Y'all know what it is. If you're not following me on social media, you're making a huge mistake. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. Also, you could go visit the Officer Tatum store on my platform. Make sure you visit Korean. At so underscore Korean uh, on the Instagram. You can see her all over my Instagram. So uh, go follow her, too. I have her in the studio, my better half, I would say. Uh, we were in the, in the first segment. We were talking about a young man who raised $20,000, gave $10,000 to a hospital uh, for young children. This kid was only 11 years old. Optality. Um, I'm going to try to obviously pursue to have him in the mindset of giving and loving. 
Um, but I, I hope that he would do something on his own like that. I would support him 100%. Me and Kareem were talking in the first segment um, about the holidays. And way back, it seemed like a long time ago, when you look look back at Christmas, but way back at, during the Christmas time, um, we were talking about movies and, and how we don't like certain movies or we, we don't get along when it comes to picking movies. Um, but we watched a few interesting movies on Christmas, uh, the day before Christmas Eve and Christmas, we watched some interesting movies. Um, what was that first movie, babe? The the one about ISIS. Oh, City of Ghosts. City of Ghosts. Now we we were watching that movie, and I think they were speaking in Arabic mm. or whatever language. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, we you had to read some of the transcripts. But I mean, they show graphic yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, it's about um, a group of guys who wanted to expose, kind of secretly expose from the inside ISIS and how they had taken over uh, the city of Raqqa in Syria. And these guys had left Raqqa, but a lot of their family was still there and kind of sending out videos and, um, you know, photos. And it's all about how, I mean, ISIS killed a few of them um, in other countries. They were at fatwas or death threats against them. Um, and a few of the guys are, you know, they're still alive, but it was called... Um, I forget the name of their group. Um, I think it's ISIS something. Uh, something Raqqa. RDSS, Raqqa. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forget that. I forget. I can look it up. Um, but the movie City of Ghosts on Amazon Prime, it is so good. It was a little. Uh, it's graphic. It's, gra- it's, gra- it's graphic. If you if you got a weak stomach, you may not want to watch that yeah. movie because it actually shows a few people being executed. Yeah. Um, and also the, the one of the main characters, his dad, it showed his dad giving a video right before his death, like a speech, or I guess the last words or whatever, before they shot him in the head and they show him shooting him in the head. I mean, it showed beheaded bodies and stuff laying in the, it, it, but, was, it was pretty, it was pretty graphic, but I think it had a good message to it. Well, it did. Cause I mean, I feel like thanks to Trump, ISIS is wiped out, but I, uh, what was wild to me is that when this stuff was going on and they're beheading people and putting, you know, heads on, on fence posts and just gunning people down for, uh, whatever they felt like in the town square, this was before uh, Obama called them the J. And it's like, if you see, you could see firsthand what they were doing. That was no JV squad. So yeah, they had, prop- yeah. they had their propaganda videos oh, were man. like, I mean, people, people may not understand the money that went into ISIS and the technology and, and experience like their videos were like Hollywood produced propaganda commercials where they would literally um it was like motion picture motion picture it was crazy trailers their execution their they would have like graphics and all this stuff when they blowing up stuff and shooting people and it it was crazy it's crazy the way isis performed and i really have to say and i and i know obama I, I don't think he did as much as he could have. No. I know I know there was no. efforts being made under, no. under presidents from Bush all the way through. But Trump actually eliminated ISIS for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably still have a, a few splinter cells out there. What's the other movie, though? The, the other movie was pretty interesting. It's, a fa- it's fake, but it was the movie about the Secret Service guy who was being framed by the government. Oh, I think it was called Fallen Hero or Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel, I think what it was. Let me look it up. That was pretty that was pretty that was a pretty good movie because you know, and obviously the president's name was like Trumbull. So it was it was very, you know, similar to Trump. And then also they were accusing the Secret Service guy of being 
pretty much colluding with the Russians. So you know, they, yeah, it was called Angel Has Fallen. So they 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 had their their little digs at the, at this administration, but and, and then the president was black, like Obama. But I can't. I will say that he wasn't like Obama, though. You know, he, no, was, he was strong. I think he was a strong leader. He was very confident. He was he was very good. It seemed like he was impartial, good on both sides. But it was it was very interesting to see kind of what they were trying to play into the no, the, the current mainstream. The funniest media. part to me was the vice president who wanted the evil vice yeah. president who wanted to make America strong again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, he had to say, "I want to make America strong again." He was like this warmongering guy yeah. who wanted to cause war so they can make money. But if you but if you look at it, that's that's the that's the Democratic claim against the Republicans right. is that they want to make money. Yeah. Off off of off of, of war, war and mm-hmm. and all this military action under Bush, so it was it was some of it was some of those things. It was a good movie though. It was a good it movie. Good. It was good to see. You know, it was action packed. Um, what was the other movie we watched? It's another another movie we watched that I thought we're not going to tell you guys where like what was the details of this movie, mm-hmm. but it was very interesting. The movie about um, the cat thing. Oh, it's called Don't F with Cats. Don't F with Cats. And it's actually a curse word word in there. It's on Netflix. On Netflix. Don't F with Cats. And and I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis. It's a kid. And this is a true story. This actually happened. It was news coverage. But it was a guy who had uh, suffocated a few cats in 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 an air seal bag. And he played on the internet. And then, obviously, there was internet groups to find out who he was. And long story short... I'm not going to tell you what happened because you need to go see it. But the guy was... It, it went from cats to people. So and it, it was mostly about this secret Facebook group who was tracking him and doing like a, a secret kind of investigation. Um, Better than the FBI. Yeah. I mean, they were they were doing more than the government would do. Yeah. Because of the bureaucracy, obviously, you know, because they were working 24 hours a day, seven days a week yeah. all on a computer. They were looking up stuff that the government wouldn't they wouldn't pursue that consistently. Yeah. And if it wasn't for them, I don't think they would have found out who this guy was. No, right. And they had even warned the government, you know, before some other crazy things happened. Like, this guy is deranged. You need to, like, this is the guy that did it. You need to, you know, find him and question him. We've actually found him. Here he is. Arrest him. Question him. And they were kind of ignored. And uh, it was like, dang, it, the FBI it, should hire them. Right. And it blew up in their face because they yeah. were warning them and they didn't take him serious. And then the guy ended up doing probably the the most heinous crime ever in in that country's history but it was a really good documentary it was good it was graphic though it was it was graphic so if your stomach weak you're gonna see some stuff that i mean they don't show everything but you're gonna see a lot of crazy stuff and i will warn you if you watch this don't try to go look up the video that they're putting in it because that they put in the movie because Mm -hmm. the you could probably find it somewhere on a dark web or something like that and that Mm -hmm. stuff is illegal so just mind you the person who hosted the videos that mm. they show in this movie actually got arrested. I, mean, I think he either went to jail or he was on probation. He got he ended up getting arrested. I think he pled so he got on probation. But speaking of that, let's transition to something different. Mm. Because over the over this whole week I've been arguing with people about this one case that happened here in Phoenix. Wait, you arguing with people? Yeah, that's shockingly enough. <laughs> I argue with people all day long. That's all, what I do, baby. All day and, long. And, and when I don't have people to argue with, I argue with myself. <laughs> he does. Before we get out of bed, before I finish coffee, he's arguing with somebody or yeah, himself. I got that's how I'm sharp on my game. Out loud. That's how I'm sharp on my game. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna talk about this just a little bit because I got two minutes before we have to break. But this guy, Melvin Harris the third. Right here in Phoenix, 
everybody should know of this situation, especially you live in the Valley, is that he was he got sentenced to six or eight years in prison for murdering another gentleman at a QT. Now, there's a lot of mixed emotions about this, right? There's some people that's like, oh, he shouldn't have gotten eight years. That's way too extreme. This is the criminal justice against black people. Let's sign a petition. And then you have people who are, in my opinion, more reasonable and fact-based who are like, look, brother, you can't do that and expect to not go to prison. You you can't act out like that. I think it depends on what headline you read. because. I felt differently at first when I read the headline. I felt differently about the situation then than I do now after knowing all the facts. Well, the thing is, is that people have to realize this when you when you go into news and you look at the media and you look at headlines. It, it's clickbait. They, they have to say something True. to get you entrapped into the story. But any reasonable person, if it sounds too juicy, you telling me a dad protecting his daughter from a rapist and he gets eight years in prison. That's too juicy. You got to do your research, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why this guy is not innocent, why he's not a, a victim, and, and why he's not definitely not a hero. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show, KTAR. Brandon, my better half, Corinne, she's joining me today. I'll talk to you guys after the break. I'm out. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Follow me on social media at The Officer Tatum and go visit my store, man. TheOfficerTatumStore.com. TheOfficerTatumStore.com. All our cool merch is there. I have Corinne, my better half, in the studio with me. She's uh, adding commentary to some of the things that I'm saying. Um... She she feels left out sometimes, you know. She's in the studio every time. Every she, time she supports me, and today I said, you know what, babe, I want you to be a part of this movement. Okay, <laughs> I want you to be a part of this. You're welcome. This I'm- is we, we got to keep it in the family. All right. So let's 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 finish about Melvin Harris the third, the gentleman that got eight years for what the news reports as him defending his daughter from this deranged sexual predator at the QT. The headlines say that he was defending his daughter and they stop it at that, that the dude was trying to go into the restroom at the QT after his 16 year old daughter and they got into a fight and then the dude ended up subsequently dying from head injuries. But that's not exactly what happened. And, 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 you know, they can't be honest about it because they're dealing with black folks. Let me just keep it 100. If you talk about black folks, you can't keep it 100. You can't say that it's a culture of, of, of a subculture of the black community that's rooted in violent behavior and not rooted in the proper channels of authority. I don't want no, to hear no excuse of somebody saying, well, I don't feel comfortable calling the police. That's just that's disingenuous and dumb. You don't feel comfortable calling police if you're a criminal. If you're a law-abiding citizen, there's nothing wrong with you calling the police. That's what they're there for. If somebody steal your Bentley, you're going to call the police? Now, some of you, you know, if you if you driving True. a Bentley, maybe you're not True. even in this situation. But 
pretty much what happened was he 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 went to the QT with his daughter. He picked her up from work, dropped him off to QT. They went to get some drinks. Daughter went in the restroom. A homeless man came up to Melvin at his car, asked him for money. Melvin gave him the money. Didn't think nothing of it. It was another black guy. Um, obviously, now that we know he had you know suffered from schizophrenia, he was mentally ill, and he was a perpetual crime committer at the QT. I'm pretty sure he was panhandling and stuff like that. As a former police officer, I, I've seen these guys all the time. They're, they're panhandling, they up at the store, and nobody does anything about it because they just go to they go to detention and they get out and they're doing the same thing all over again. But anyway, he goes in the restroom after the daughter. The, the daughter comes out, tells dad, hey, man, this dude tried to come in the restroom. And they tell the security staff, at least the father tell the security staff at the QT, hey, you need to do something about this or I'm going to do something about this, which is ridiculous to me. How, how, why you want to be macho? That ain't going to get you anywhere. But anyway, he goes down the street as he's driving down the street, or at least leaving the QT parking lot. I don't know if he got out of the parking lot. They caught him in the gravel. He's, his, his daughter points the guy out and say, that's the guy that tried to go in the restroom. Dad gets out, confronts him. They get into a fight. He knocked the guy out at some point. The guy's unconscious. Melvin knocked out the victim here. And then while he was out unconscious, laying on the ground, Melvin continued to punch kick and stomp him while he's unconscious. And and there's plenty of witnesses there that saw this happen. And so when you stomp and kick a defenseless person who's unconscious, they're going to suffer trauma to the brain. And subsequently he ended up dying after the scene. Melvin, when he got arrested, he lied. He said, the, the, the guy swung on me first, and I defended myself. Witnesses but, said that that wasn't true. But Melvin didn't even stay around to call the police and talk to them to say, to say what happened. After he stomped the guy, he, he left. Right. They had to come find him. And he didn't call the police when the guy supposedly went in the restroom. He told the security guard, handle this, I'm going to handle it. No, what, what, what's the security guard going to do? Kill him? You can't kill a man. With a flashlight? Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> and you can't kill him for just going and shaking the door of a restroom. Now, if he got in the restroom and grabbed his daughter and tried to rape her or something, then yeah, of course. Put the, you know, you, you know, you, all bets are you, you, off. Yeah. Hey, you're defending your daughter. It is what it is. But brother, she, he shakes the door. Don't even make contact with your daughter. He walks out. I understand the theory. Now, I'm not going to lie and act like I wouldn't be mad. I, 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 I'd be mad, too. But I'm 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 a pragmatic person. Like, I know I don't want. I'm, and even if you do get into a fight with the guy, and knock him down, you knock him out. Call the police. Say, hey, man, this dude did this. Cover your bases, brother. You can't just flee the scene. And then when he's down, man, just let him be down. Why kick and stomping while he's unconscious? That makes that makes no sense. And then they're saying, you know, I feel bad. I, I kind of feel bad for him because the pressure is on, you know. In, in, in some elements of the black community, you have to be macho. You can't let somebody disrespect your daughter. You can't let that fool disrespect your daughter. Now you got to run up on him and beat him to death because you want to show him. That's not... That that's a problem. That's a problem, and, and and I'll say in the black community because I grew up in that environment. That's why that's why one of my cousins is doing seventy years in prison. Now he's up for parole in the next four. That have been he's he done ten years. He up for parole. They originally gave him seventy, but it's the it's that whole macho mentality. I mean, I don't know if it's a color thing. My dad, I mean, a you culture, know my dad. Babe. I'm saying culture. Oh, culture, not, right. Not just color, yeah, culture. But I mean, my dad was a former Marine, former police officer as well. And I mean, if a guy, if I was 16 and a guy tried to, you know, go in the women's restroom and rattle the straw that I was in, he. But with your dad he beating him while he's unconscious? Um, I think if he had turned, if, 
I mean, the guy that had, had the guy that did this was only 26, and he was. It turned out he was schizophrenic, and he was probably on something. So I, I feel like, and my dad was a cop. He has good judgment. So right. I feel like assessing the situation, it could be like, oh man, this guy's out of his, out of his gourd. My dad would also call the police, right, and let you know proper channels handle Your it. Daddy I don't know- think my dad would have stomped the guy to death unless he had gone into the stall and touched me. Right, touched me as a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Yes, you would have been dead. Any jury will acquit sure. a person for, for that. Sure. But your your dad would your dad know the law. Right, you, he would have called the police. for sure. He would have covered but his bases will, by calling the police. I will say there is no way that my dad would have let me, a 16-year-old girl, go into um, a a convenience store alone at 2 in the morning while my dad sat in the car. That would never have happened. As a 16-year-old girl at 2 in the morning, my dad would never let me into a QT. And I don't know what, I don't know Phoenix enough uh, yet, but I don't know what neighborhood this was in. Was it in Scottsdale? It probably wasn't. In it probably wasn't in Scottsdale. So, I mean, I don't know that it was a safe enough area to let a girl go in a QT. I mean, it, two o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. But at two a.m., there's no way my dad would let me go in a convenience store alone. Well, at you 16. Got, well, you got to think of how QT is set up, right? I mean, the restrooms are on either end of the of the facility. So you got the men's restroom on one end and the women's on the other end. You would think that the dad would park right in front of the. But you never restroom. know. Someone could come in and rob the QT. Someone could True. try to rob your daughter. Someone could try to talk to her. There, I, that's just not. I don't think a convenience store in certain neighborhoods is a place where a 16 year old should be alone in, especially when the sun's gone down. Well, if you there's have no way. But if you had the mentality, I agree with you. If you have the mentality, our kids ain't gonna do that. But oh, if you no. have the oh, mentality, no. if you have the mentality that look, if some get out of line, I'm gonna kill the person. <laughs> then maybe you don't mind yeah. them going. So my, my whole synopsis in this is that the law is the law. You know, if he'd have caught the dude in the restroom. Then he stomped them out. I, I think nobody would have a problem with that. Sure. But you but you leave the scene. Your daughter is safe in the car. You guys have removed yourself from the situation. And then you come back to a situation. And then you, according to the witnesses, you instigated a fight. And then you beat the man while he's unconscious. Yeah, at that point, he didn't pose a threat. And what people got to realize, too, is that he was charged with, with secondary murder, mm-hmm. which means that he intentionally killed the person, mm-hmm. but without premeditation. Right. right. So he didn't premeditate. It was kind of like they got into a fight, but he intentionally killed the guy. Because Sim- he didn't stop. Because he, because he knew he was beating him while he was unconscious. But he did a plea deal, which I think is a problem in the criminal justice system is these plea deals. If you kill the man, you kill the man. How you get the plea yeah. down to a lesser offense? So he pled to, to manslaughter, which gave him eight years. Mm-hmm. Let's transition to something else that I think is very interesting um, on the lines of derangement. Um the way people treat Donald Trump is just, it's crazy to me, babe. It's crazy to me. I, I, I've been to rallies. I, I don't see why people are so drastic about Donald Trump to the point where Canadian TV, I, I think y'all remember this. Remember, remember Donald Trump's uh, cameo in, in, in 1992 in the movie Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? Well, they broadcast this in Canadian television on Christmas, where you see Mr. Trump walking through the Plaza Hotel in New York City, which which he owned at the time. And the actor Macaulay Culkin, you know, was Kevin and he stopped him and asked him for directions like they removed that from the presentation of the movie. Why? T- hold, on, hold on. Baby, Trump was saving everybody. Baby, everybody loved Trump. Why he was would they saving Kevin before he saved the world? Right, right. <laughs> before he saved America. But why would they remove that from? 
the original showing because of the now movie. that he's a Republican, he's he's somehow evil. He went from being the man everyone loved and wanted to be and wanted to be friends with to he's now evil. These people, this speaks to the derangement. It's called Trump derangement. TDS. Where it's, it's spiritual. I, I don't even think this is it's spiritual. Like people can spiritually are, are, are defecting because of Donald Trump. And, 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 and it's crazy to me that they're doing this. We're going to continue this in the next segment because this is important to talk about. This derangement has gone too far. It's gone too far. And I think that anybody listening, you need to check your derangement. Are you are you one of these people that think Donald Trump should be removed from a movie? You listen to the Brandon Tatum show on KTAR 92.3. I'll be back after the break. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Follow me on social media at The Officer Tatum. Visit The Officer Tatum store as well. So let's talk about this Trump derangement stuff, right? We already, in the last segment, we spoke about um, Canada, Canada Television, and the Home Alone movie where Trump is in it, and Macaulay Culkin, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin was lost in, in Trump's hotel, and Trump actually gave him directions, and they completely removed that from the from the viewing or the showing in on Canada TV, which is ridiculous. And so I want to talk about this derangement that I think is just unjustified. I mean, I think if people sat down and just take a step back. And they look at it for what it is. You should be able to realize that it's it's outrageous to be so hateful against President Trump as if he's the worst man on planet Earth. Think about this. Name hatred against Trump before he ran as a Republican president. You know, he was you know, he was donating to Hillary and them and the Democrats. Everyone loved him. They had no problems with him. Rappers loved him. They rapped about him. Everyone loved him. Everyone loved him. I, I thought he was great. He was a great Al guy. Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson loved him. Right. Everyone loved him. They, well, matter of fact, uh, Jesse Jackson gave him an award in 98, I think, the Rainbow <laughs> Coalition for his outreach and effectiveness in the urban communities. I mean. These they, people are nuts. But this is stuff that they don't tell you. They don't want to tell you these things because they want you to be orange man bad, orange man bad, Trump is bad. Think about this. The cages. Oh, Trump is just got kids in cages. The cages started in 2014 under Barack Obama. Barack Obama's administration put the cages in place. Barack Obama deported more illegals than any president in United States history combined. Like three million people deported under President Barack Obama. President Barack Obama was, I remember because I voted for him when I was a Democrat. And now I never vote for a Democrat again. But when, when he was in office, he was strong on on. Uh, uh, what did he do? The the E-Verify and telling illegals, don't bring your kids over here because you're going to get sent back. You're putting your children at risk. All of the Democrats were building walls. And, and I mean, it was more wall built under yeah. Democratic president than under President Trump currently. Yeah, they, they voted for it and supported it. Voted for it, supported it. But now all of a sudden it's racist. Y'all got to understand you getting played by politics. Like. They got to say something negative about Trump. 
because they want to win the election. If they tell the truth, they ain't going to 2020 will be worse than what is going to be for them. Well, that and I think he's exposing how inept uh, Washington is uh, in a, as a whole, like both the left and the right conservatives uh, or Democrats and Republicans. I think the fact that Donald Trump has been able to accomplish so much in two short years that it's shown, you know, he's he's run circles around presidents who've served two terms. So I think he's exposing how uh, and if they are right, how, 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 how they do nothing, nothing. It's just a bureaucracy. It's yes. just games. It's yes. just it's just talk. It's just promises not kept. Yes. Trump get in and did everything that he said he was going to do, and, and, and with obstruction. I mean, literally investigation after investigation, oh, yeah. wiretapping. Oh, yeah. They they plaster him in the media as if he's the devil. They yeah. compare him to Hitler. They're saying he he he's working with the Russians. Still able to accomplish everything he said he was going to do. He, he, the, the wall has been started. So did he get it finished? He, everybody with a brainstem understand that he wasn't going to get it finished. In his, it, it takes a long time to build that wall. Even if it was approved, it's going to take decade to build that wall. It's a lot of wall to be built. And it's a lot of jobs, to be quite honest. I mean, I would love to be a builder and go to the wall. And, 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 and matter of fact, I don't need to be a builder. I go down there and build that wall on the southern border myself. Just give me some, give me, give me the materials. Tell me how to assemble it. Give me some, some uh, torches or whatever so I can weld them, and and I'll put that wall together myself. But President Trump has done almost everything he said he was going to do, and he, and what he has done is boost the economy to a, a, a rate in which most Americans are very pleased with the economy, and I think that that's going to lead him into the election. Listen. You vote with your pocketbook or you vote because of your pocketbook. If you are seeing great success economically, you're going to vote for the person that's going to stimulate or continue that success. You're not going to vote for somebody that's. Yeah, I don't care what color they are. I don't care if they're a man or a woman. I don't care what gender they are. I don't care what they identify as. I feel like if you're good for the country, you're good for the country. I don't care what about if you look like me, if you sound like me. Uh, you know, I, it's it's so insane how, as a culture, we're moving towards the you know, vote with your skin color, vote with your yeah. genitals, or vote with your this. <laughs> it's like no, we need to vote with what's best for our country as a whole, as you know, for citizens, for taxpayers. Yeah. What is the most efficient government? is not efficient. If you've been into yeah. a DMV, I don't know why anyone would be like, hey, let's turn our healthcare system into the DMV. Right. It's insane to I can't, me. I can't, I can't go to the DMV. Yeah, I have friends who are not Trump supporters who have never been Republican, um, and they're sending me little by little by little. They're asking me questions and sending me messages like, wait, universal health care would be awful, right? And I'm like, finally, finally. Yeah, it, We've taken so many hits, but I feel like little by little, people are waking up to see, oh, wait, these Democrats and these leftists are full of it. Yeah, you got to realize that they're talking one thing, but what can they actually produce? You can say universal health care. How are you going to pay for it and you're going to kick 200 million people off of private insurance? Like that doesn't make sense. But it sounds good. It makes me feel good because I right. want everyone to have access. It's a right. Think about it. You, you, Everybody's going to have bull crap. That's what's going to yeah. happen to you. Everybody's going to have insurance. It's going to be free, but it's going to be bull crap. And you're going to be waiting a year to be seen by a doctor for certain things. It's going to overcraft the system, just like DMV, it, it, just like public schools. Why is there private schools? Are private school education better than public schools? On average, yes, it is. Why? Because the government, they don't, they they don't do, do anything they right. They don't do anything right. Oh, we got two money. minutes. We got two minutes. 
y'all need to y'all need to phone in and tell KTR I need more time. Yeah, an hour <laughs> an hour is not enough for you. I, I do. I talk I for an hour in my sleep. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if people understand how much you talk all day long. 24-7. If we're in different rooms in the house, he'll come follow me and find me and sit next to me so he can talk. And even when you ain't there, I talk to myself all day. When you ain't there, if you ever look on a, if you ever look on a uh, alarm camera, you'll see me in there talking to myself. I'm hand gestures just everything. Just with yourself. So uh, with, with the last minute, I just want to, I just want to reiterate that just, and I don't care if it's Republican, Democrat, listen to these politicians, see if what they saying make any sense. Well, if you speak Spanish, you can see if they make sense. Yeah, yeah. If you could understand them. Let me tell you how stupid these people are. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me just say this real quick before we end. Let me tell you how stupid some of these Democratic candidates are. They speak English 99% of the time during some of these debates. As you've seen, they've gotten away from the Spanish thing. But then they turn around and they speak Spanish for a portion of the debate. Yeah, we got to get those books. It's on we Telemundo in Spanish. <laughs> what, are you, what are you speaking Spanish for 30 seconds for? And then if they don't know Spanish, I mean, they don't know English, they only heard 30 seconds of, of what you proposed. The rest of your whole debate is, is, is a foreign language to them. Come on, man. Do your research, ladies and gentlemen, in America. I mean, these, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be Democrat, Republican, but the stuff that they preaching don't make no doggone sense. Anybody that's educated on the history of America knows that you should never vote for a person who's proposing the things that the Democratic Party is proposing currently. Thank y'all for listening. Make sure you come back next week, 6 p.m. every Saturday, the Brandon Tatum Show. Follow me on social media, The Officer Tatum. Visit The Officer Tatum store. Go follow Korean too. So Korean. So underscore Korean on social media. I love you guys, man. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Peace. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app.